Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. How you doing? This is Bill Williamson. Uh, This is Silver and Black Pride. This is our weekly podcast post-Bengals disaster, pre-Dallas Cowboys, who knows, show. It's uh, Tuesday. This is going to hit everywhere. All our our podcast hits, and it's everywhere. They'll be on Tuesday afternoon, and then on Wednesday on Silver and Black Pride on the site. So I appreciate you. You know, if you remember... Um, and this season seems so long, but if you remember the the beginning of this three game skid against the New York Giants two weeks ago, the Raiders lost, and I'm like, I don't know if this means this is the start of another skid. Uh, crap happens. The NFL is crazy, and through eleven weeks, it's been nuts. I've never seen anything like this where both Conferences are so wild, wide open. I asked two friends yesterday, one in the business and one guy who keeps close tabs on it. Says, "Hey, who do you think's going to go to the Super Bowl right now?" And it's it's not an easy question. If I had to guess right now, and it can always change, but right now, my guess would be the Ravens and the Packers. And the Ravens almost lost last week. They didn't have their quarterback. And the Packers did lose last week. One friend, the friend in the business, uh, I think it's the uh, Cardinals and the Ravens. That's pretty okay, because the Cardinals have been doing good without their quarterback. He's coming back. Um, the friend, who's a big fan but not in the business, says Chief Packers. Who knows? And then the friend in the business goes, you know what? If, if you told me right now it's going to be the Colts and the Vikings, I'm like, okay. So the point is it's wide open and the Raiders are still in this thing. They still have a shot. Right now, they're number 11 in the AFC. They're 5-5. Five and five. Seven teams go to the playoffs, and they got to win this game, right? But, so my point, my original point is, I don't know if this is the beginning of the skid. It looks like a beginning of the skid. I mean, they're 5-5. Five and five. They were 6-4 and four last year. But it's not necessarily over, but they got to figure it out. And, and they can, because it's so week-to-week. The, what's going on in the offense is very alarming. They look completely out of sync. They clearly missed the element that Henry Ruggs gave them. But see, that's their fault. Because this wasn't a number one receiver. This was a speed element guy. This was a guy that was, you know, they, they were too, they're too reliant on the ensemble. And they don't have enough studs. Br- Brian Edwards is a nice player, but... Two of these three games, he's had zero catches. Now, one, he had three catches for 88 yards, I think it was. That's impact. But this guy doesn't have enough catches. Zay Jones, let's stop talking about Zay Jones being a, a, a quality starter until we see that he can be. He's had one catch in three games. Excuse me, one catch in each of the last three games. 
What if Renfro wasn't there? For I mean, golly. Five catches by the receivers. So they miss rugs. And the offense is a little bit of a mess. And they're turning the ball way too much over. They weren't turning the ball over when they were 5-2. and two. They've turned the ball over, what is it, six times in the last three games? Carr has uh, committed five turnovers in the last three games? The penalties? I mean, this is a team that... In the last two games, and they're supposed to be in a playoff hunt, at home, this is a team that has been beaten by a combined score of 73-27 to 27 at home in two straight games. Now, see, you can take your analytics and any kind of numbers you want and crunch your numbers. That's the freaking bottom line. Right there. That's football. 73 27 in two games at home. My goodness. Derek Carr annoyed me last week. He, uh, by saying this team is different, um, he said the same, pretty much, he said the same thing. He did say this team is different last year. You can't keep saying it, dude, and expect people to believe you. And I don't want to hear, oh, what else he's supposed to say? Say the truth. Come on. Say, okay, we, this team has to be different. I, we're going to do everything we can to show, show that we're different. I know I said last year that the team was different, and, and it wasn't. This year, we must do it. This week, his message is enough is enough. I like that better. Because in the Raider Nation, certainly enough is enough, right? You've had it. You're up to here. You deserve better. So we'll see. It it. It, it starts on Thursday in Dallas, which has always been a difficult game. Because, you know, as the season ebbs and flows and some teams are better than thought, some teams are worse than you thought, there's injuries, games kind of change and, you know, what looked like an easy game in May is end up being a tough game in November. What looked like a tough game in September ended up being an easy game in September, you know. Whatever your poison is, that's the point. Um, this has always been a tough game, and it's going to be a tough game. Um, I actually would have liked the Raiders' chances in this game better had the Cowboys won in in Kansas City, but they lost. The offense was pretty bad, like the Raiders was against the Bengals. Um, but I think this is going to be a very determined Dallas game. Playing on Thanksgiving is always special for this franchise and its fan base. It's going to be a pretty, pretty crazy atmosphere, and uh, you know we'll see. But the Raiders can't win. It's a really big deal that C.D. Lamb may not play. Um, the math looks like he won't play. But the, the, you know, last night there was some reports saying that you know he might have a chance. Um, you know, we'll see. He's going to do some light work today. Um, we'll see. That's a big advantage for the Cowboys if he plays. Because um, they already got Cooper out. That sucks that the Raiders don't get to play Cooper. Takes a storyline away from all us journalists. Um, but, you know, he's out for two games because he's unvaccinated, and that's the rules. And, boy, is he getting slaughtered in Dallas. Jerry Jones went after him a little bit. Michael Irvin went way deep on him. Um 
Yeah, crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be an interesting game. And the, the Raiders, what, what, what are the keys? We always talk about the keys to the game, right? Well, it's, you know, keep, hold on to the freaking ball. Don't kill yourself with penalties. Make a third down. That would be delightful, wouldn't it? This is a team that's made, it's two for the last 16. Yuck. Yuckaroo. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that two of 16, one made third down in the, each of the last two games. I mean, come on. Come on. It's on everybody. It's on everybody. You know, this running game is, they, they have the fifth worst per yard average in the NFL. Rushing the ball. It's like 36 yards less than last year. And this is a team that added Kenyon Drake. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, all of a sudden, Josh Jacobs is not a special running back. He's above average. Um, he, that can change. And I know, hey, it's the offensive line. But this is the, you know, that, that's the way it goes. You know, it, it, it's the NFL. Figure it out. You know, the defense played better against the, the Bengals than it did against the Chiefs. It, it, it tired down and, you know. But the Raiders didn't. I think I saw Vinny Bonsignore put a tweet out that the Raiders' longest drive was 344 on Sunday. They, they, I mean, the time of possession was enormous, so the defense was going to get tired. But, you know, they just, it's, it just isn't working right now. But it is correctable, but can they correct it? Again, I'm not going to say the season's over. But it's on, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's not cutting time. It is time to get things done. And I think the coaching staff is, should be, you know, there should be some concern about this staff. I don't know. It's just, you know, Passaccio left some timeouts on the table um, against the Bengals. Odd offensive play calls. I, I don't know if, I don't know if, Greg Olson should be your highest level offensive coach on the staff. I don't know if he's ever been the highest. That's a, you know, that's, I don't know, because, you know, what I'm trying to say, has he been an offensive coordinator on a team that had a defensive-minded head coach? I, I don't know that. Or special teams-minded in Rich Passage's case. But I don't know if he should be your top-level offensive guy. Um... You know, Gus Bradley's doing a good job. They gotta find a way to keep Bradley, but I, I, I think this is—I I think changes unless Basashi leads them to the playoffs. Because if he does that, he—I think he deserves serious consideration to stay. But if he doesn't, they need to make changes, big changes. Then that's no knock on Basashi. That's just the way. After the Gruden thing, that's just the way this thing was likely going to head. That's what likely happens when there's interim coaches, there's a new regime. And I got thoughts on that, and I want to write about it, and we'll talk more about that, but I, I have thoughts on what Mark Davis should do as far as philosophy. I might save that. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, who knows? 
And, and if Derek Carr doesn't figure it out, there's going to be rumblings that the, that the new staff might replace him. But again, that's very tough to do because he is a solid guy. And it's who else are you going to get unless you go all in on Wilson and um, Wilson and Rodgers. You know, maybe you do that. We'll see. But, you know, that's, again, the craziness of NFL season. Four weeks ago, we thought we were beyond the car talk. But now everybody wants to get rid of them. So who knows? But each week's an opportunity. Each week's a new story. And... That opportunity is happening real freaking quick this week because the Cowboys are staring at you. The Raiders are jumping on a plane on Wednesday. And maybe that's a good thing, that they can just get you know their head together and, and go win a game and feel good about itself. And if it does, things are better. It'll be a better Thanksgiving for everybody, right? So I'm going to let you go on that. I, I, you know, everybody that listens, I have a lot of long-time listeners from all the different podcasts I've done. I'm so happy to be at Silver and Black Pride podcast and, and Silver and Black Pride site. And I thanks to my staff, BD, Matt, and Marcus. And I got a new person coming next week that we'll tell you about that I'm sure some of you are familiar with. More than some of you, I bet. Um, really good dude. Um, so I'm really thankful for that. Thank you. I want you guys to have a great Thanksgiving. These are these are special times with your friends and your family, whoever you choose to be with. Be safe, be happy, enjoy the weekend. And if they win, even better. If they lose, shake it off. The Washington football team will be there next week, and we'll talk about that. So this is Bill Williamson. This is Silver Mark Pride. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Be safe, be happy.